Welcome to the Conscious Living Show with your host, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sex life reflects the health of other aspects of your life. While this may not be the only factor, it certainly contributes to the degree you'll enjoy a well-rounded, healthy, happy, sexy life. Now, here is Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark. Well, good morning. Welcome to the Conscious Living Sexuality Show. And I am on location. Mark has home working and I'm on location in Beverly Hills, California with two of my favorite women in the world. We have with us Dr. Ava Cadell, who is a renowned, world-renowned sexpert, sex doctor, sexologist to the stars, author, uh, television show, radio, personality, uh, mentor, and all around one of the most generous, loving people I've ever met in my life. And we have Bunny Lampert, who is the director of education and forward thinker with the company that creates the Sibian and Venus. So we're going to be talking, the three of us today, about what people ask when they call the sex doctors and when they want to buy a Sibian, when they're looking for something else in their life, what kind of things are they asking? You can call in to ask your questions during the show, but I'm going to get started right now and just say good morning, ladies. Good morning, Nancy. So I am thrilled to be doing this with the two of can't imagine any better people to sit around having coffee. We have our own uh, square table. We're not doing the round table talk. We're doing a square table, an oblong table. Mm. And we're going to really just go into what kind of things are people curious about? And Bunny, you've you've been doing the Sibian work for many years, a couple of decades. Yes. Yeah, the Sibian's been out for 32 years. We're going in our 32nd year, yes. Yes. So people think these devices are brand new or like this generation created sex, right? So we've been, you've been, you've got some interesting stories. And then Dr. Ava, your stories are so fun and Mm -hmm. so interesting, but also really heartwarming. Um, Can you uh, just give, give us a little bit um, of something from like your journey as a sexologist and how, how that's been for you? Journey comes from adversity. And um, because I was raised with a lot of guilt and shame, I wanted to learn everything I could about love and sex so that I could have a healthy relationship. And then when I found the love of my life, I realized that I wanted to dedicate my life to helping others to find their love and to have the best sex of their life. So I've been doing this for about 25 years and I have my own university online. It's called Loveology University, um, because I believe that every adult should have access to positive, accurate information about love and sex. And I've never been shocked by a question. (laughs) The more difficult, the better. I love challenges. Um, I've heard it all, and mainly people want permission. Mm-hmm. They want permission to have kinky sex, or they want permission to have um, some kind of unusual sex with their partner or introduce sex toys such as the Sibian, which is, I think it's the Lamborghini of sex toys. Am I right, Bunny? Definitely. Yes. <laughs> I have a gold one, and I love it. And so I help people to overcome their and I teach them intimate communication on how they can 
have a conversation with their partner and let them know, hey, this sex toy, this symbiote is for both of us. It's not just for me. And that's really important. Do you find that people don't even know what's normal? I mean, they they assume that what they're thinking is abnormal. Yeah, there's no such thing as normal, Nancy, right? <laughs> but everybody thinks that others are having better sex than they are. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's why I really encourage masturbation, self-pleasuring equals self-love, self-respect, you know. I think that that's really paramount whether you're in a relationship or not. I have a course on masturbation with, I think, over 100 techniques for men and women. You know, it's so fascinating to me because Mark and I have had these conversations before about masturbation and it's like, isn't that just natural? Don't people just do that? And I think men may be more so, but women, our parts are much more hidden and I think we have a lot more shame. But we all did it. I mean, I remember doing it as a little girl, humping my pillow. Right. I'm not knowing why, but it felt felt good. good. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I really, really encourage parents to not make their kids feel guilty when they do masturbate but to say I know that feels really good but that's something you should do in private mm-hmm. we, you know we've done a lot of shows on pleasure and the idea that somehow pleasure is a sin and it's a birthright and and the fact that children even babies in utero are can experience pleasure and pain that those are just sensations and the way we we in in Gulf the world. And so to teach children that, you know, you if you're going to be sexual, you want it to be pleasurable. You want to enjoy it. That that's, that's kind of the point. Right. And unfortunately, so many people only introduce sex as a <clears throat> negative thing mm-hmm. to children. They don't talk about how fantastic it is. And they don't talk about love. So I think it's really important to educate young people about love and intimacy and sex as early as possible as soon as they start asking questions yes yeah or as soon as they start touching themselves just be really positive now bunny i know you you have um an interesting audience which surprised me when i first learned who's buying more most of the sibians men men actually buy most of the sibians which is a conversation that we're all hoping to change yes i think as women become more empowered sexually as well as financially they'll be buying their own sibians but are men buying it for their women yes ah that's a great (laughs) gift it's the ultimate gift it is um we find uh over the years that a lot of the gifts are surprises And sometimes it goes over well and sometimes it doesn't. So it depends on the relationship. It depends on, you know, where the woman is, you know, sexually. Some of the things that you just, you know, brought up. So that's a big part of it. So what kind of questions do do men just order it and not really call and talk about it first? Or what what kind of questions would they have about it? Most of the orders are online, but we have a customer service that for all of these years we've been available to answer the phone. Literally, I mean, if the phone rings and somebody's there, um, it's answered. Um, the questions that most men ask if they do call in is they want to know how it's going to benefit you know, both of them and what, how should they introduce it to their partner. And they're really good questions and they're, really, they're forward thinking. Um, they want to know what attachments 
are the most popular, which of course, you know, those are kind of open-ended questions because yes. it, obviously every woman different and likes different things. So it's a, we try to give the men as much information as possible if they're open and they're asking questions so that they have more information when they actually, you know, have the Sibian there. And we, I tell every single man that I can get my hands on if they're going to purchase a Sibian to not be afraid to allow their woman to have time with the Sibian alone first. <laughs> and when she's ready, she'll invite you in. I know you're excited. I know you have plans. I know you have thoughts. It'll happen. But give her her time, you know, by herself if she wants it. Some will, some won't. Right. And are in their, you know, relationship and how they use toys and, you know, play, you know, together already. Yeah, that's a big one is mm-hmm. is uh, having the conversation because I think with any sex toy, uh, you really want to have a conversation about is, is this something that interests you? And I you know one of the things I get from men a lot is how do I get my wife to X, Y, and Z? You know, you know how do I talk her into this or that? Uh, well, first you don't. Right. <laughs> yeah, shaking my head. No. Yeah, it's like first you don't. <laughs> no. And but you can make an invitation. You can open up a conversation around it in a way that that helps her not feel like you have an expectation right. and or a demand. Right. You can't command an orgasm. No. And a lot of my clients are female who've never had an orgasm before. And so I do introduce them to sex toys, especially clitoral stimulators like the womanizer or um, the magic wand, you know, the, old, the goodies, the really good ones with suction and vibration. And... Um, some women have told me, oh, you know, uh, I'm very religious and uh, I shouldn't be touching myself. And mm. then I let them know that uh, God would not have created a clitoris if she didn't want you to <laughs> have orgasms. <laughs> I think the fact that women have a clitoris that is only purpose is pleasure tells us that God is a woman. Right, <laughs> with 8,000 8, nerve fibers, yes. twice as yes. <laughs> How did we get so lucky? Mm-hmm. And yet, it's still such a mystery to people about how to how to work one and what to do with it. And, you know, there's still the myth out there that a vaginal orgasm is the is the Lamborghini of orgasm. The real woman. The real oh. Freud did not do any favors no, for women. No, no, we're not happy with Dr. Freud. So we're going to take a little break in a minute. When we come back, uh, you guys have both some exciting news this week that you've, you're both being honored, and I want to talk a little bit about that. And I want to talk a little bit about sex and aging. Uh, so you can think about how that's how how we're processing our own journeys and then how we're helping other people because the baby boomers are taking up a majority of the population right mm-hmm. so it's I think it's really important that we have these things set up that we can educate people and guide them on this journey especially a lot of women that are single newly single or and, widowed yeah or widowed or right divorced. right All right, well, we'll be right back after our break. This is the Sexy Lifestyle Network, the Conscious Living Sexuality Show. I'm here with Ava and Bunny and the Girl Talk. We'll be back after the break. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, 
right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. listening to the conscious living show to reach the doctors or their guest on the live show feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to dr nancy at drnsp.com now back to the conscious living show welcome back we're in beverly hills with two of my favorite ladies this is the conscious living sexual and we're here to talk all about sex and love and pleasure and play and kinky to romantic sex and it's all good right it's good yeah it's all good so my friends and colleagues and these beautiful women that are today, they are being honored this week. So I would like to hear a little bit about what you're being honored for and how that feels to be honored in this field of our work. So Ava? Well, I'm being honored as, well, I'm not being honored. I'm just nominated. Well, that's an honor, yes. <laughs> as Sexpert of the Year. Um, but I was already Sexpert of the Year by the Sexual Health um, Expo. So I don't expect to win again, Um, but it is an honor because it validates that I'm doing exactly what I should be doing, helping people, you know, all over the world to make sex a priority. And as it is our second basic instinct, I think it's really important that we educate people on all the different ways that they can have pleasure, no matter what age, what culture, everybody wants to be a good lover. Mm -hmm. So... And uh, yes, I'm I'm very blessed to be uh, you know on the list again. Yes, mm-hmm. I but think it's I a huge honor. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I you know I'm always so excited when somebody new wins because there's so many of us that contribute to sexual health, wellness, and pleasure. Well, and you've mentored most of them. Well, I love mentoring <laughs> people who want to do what I do. It's actually my favorite thing to do. Yes, it gives me such pleasure to see people shine. And I think you pass that down to us too, because you know I, I'm I'm mentoring a few people now, and that's a that's a huge. Um, I feel like I'm channeling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're my clone, yeah. Nancy. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I I wish I could be, but <laughs> but I but I try to at least at least honor the the generosity that you've given to me and how you've changed my life. I want to pass that along. So that feels good to be able to do that. And Miss Bunny, so what do you have in store this week? What's going on? Well, I am super, super blessed to be nominated in a category that 
is a businesswoman company. And that's, to me, in this industry, it's exciting to see more women that are creating new sex toys or designing new things for women. I think for a long time, you know, men have been running the companies and and designing the toys and stuff, which has been fine. However, I think now the tide is changing Mm -hmm. as we've been talking about. So women are creating beautiful uh, porn for women and uh, toys that are new. And so this category is is an honor to even be recognized in. Um, our company is, like we said, been established for, you know, going in two years and without, you know, my father uh, and his unbelievable, you know, design, you know, I wouldn't be here today. And so I'm just beyond blessed and very thankful. I wonder how many of the toys that have been created by are in the shape of penises versus women. I wonder if women are... You can tell by the name of the toys. Okay. Like the Mega Clip Blaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. A, a man designed that. That guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> Whereas the womanizer. Womanizer. <laughs> yes. That's a wonderful toy, which uh, doesn't look like anything phallic. Right. And it has a special patent of su- the suction, which is... It sucks the orgasm out of you. You put it onto the clitoris. It's phenomenal. And they have just partnered with WeVibe. And WeVibe came out with the first really good couples toy, which a woman can wear Mm -hmm. and a man can still fit in side her so she can have a g-spot and a clitoral orgasm and he can have an orgasm and it's all simultaneous and it's all fantastic you know body melting orgasms well congratulations to both of you on being honored in this field because i think that's huge and that inspires other women to step forward and open up their creative juices yes Yes. Thank you, Nancy. Next, you you yes. will be honored next. Well, I'm going to put you up for Sexpert of the Year. Oh. It's about time <laughs> with a magazine cover showing your yes. beautiful face. Oh. Well, I feel like I'm a babe in the woods in this field. You know, I've been in the healthcare field for three decades, but to be in the sexology world, I'm still just, you know, gobstruck by it. There is to know and the, the degree of um, real, honest, raw questions people have that we've, that those of us who've been sexually evolving, um, we forget how people just don't know and they've not been taught and they've not researched. Even with the internet, a lot of people still just don't know. And the internet doesn't always have accurate information. Really? so it's very difficult for people to know what is true and what is fake Mm -hmm. on the internet but you do have to find somebody with credentials a sex bird who does have a doctorate or a lot of experience like bunny has you know it's um because there are some people who just pretend they're a sex bird but they're just basically an erotic massage therapist for example not that that's a bad thing well and i think just because you like sex doesn't make you a sex bird to counsel other people right some know. men would argue with that but right yeah. <laughs> a lot actually yes. So let's take the last few minutes of this segment and talk a little bit about sex and maturity, and we can go into the next segment if we need to, because I'm getting a lot of questions from 
men and women around about, you know, does sexy have an expiration date? And does, you know, when should you stop having sex? And questions like that. So what, what are your experiences with those kind of calls and questions? So I went on the Doctors TV show, it's an award winning, Emmy award winning show about senior sex. And I actually did say that it has no expiration date and that sex is better when you're over 50 because you're more confident. You lose your inhibitions, you're a better communicator and you're willing to experiment with the things you never even thought of before, such as anal sex, such as um, bondation or tantric sex. So I believe that sex gets better and better and better and most recently I have a client who is 90 years old and she has a new boyfriend who's younger he's 85 and they are having the best of their lives isn't that awesome it's fantastic I love that Mm -hmm. yeah so Bunny what what is your experience because you get you get a lot of calls from men yes and actually older couples because things are changing and they've you know a a lot of relationships sexuality um and they don't know what to do and they're not communicating about it um some of them are looking for something to fix all of that and um, you know we know that what fixes it is communication and you know learning about that so uh i believe obviously sex there's no expiration date we have to keep our bodies, you know, vibrant and sexy and alive. Um, I think it's about communicating, you know, to both men and women that when things start to change, you have to start to talk about it so yes. that you so that you don't feel like you have to stop. And so many people become afraid mm-hmm. and, and feel ashamed if, if their body's changing or if their desires are changing. Mm-hmm. Or if they have a serious physical or even emotional, um, you know, disease, like some people who have a heart attack or are deadly afraid of having sex again in fear of having enough, um, or if they have, uh, or if they suffer from depression and so forth. So one of my favorite lectures is called um, Sex and Disabilities, mm, because yes. I say that everybody's going to have disabilities in the bedroom at some point, and we all need to learn how to be more focus on intimacy more than intercourse. Right. Right. And I think that's where people get lost is thinking that sex means just putting a penis inside a vagina. I mean, that's only one of the thousands of things that you can do in sexuality and intimacy and pleasure. And there's so many other ways that bond people and are are pleasing to you. I mean, my acronym for sex, S-E-X, is, um, you know, uh, it's, it's exchanging energy. It's, it's sensual exchange of energy, which is what we're doing. It's not just, as you said, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's so animalistic. And it's okay sometimes, but I think um, quality of sex is more important than quantity. Absolutely. Intimacy changes as we, as we age and we grow. There's yeah. no, you know, the face of it. <clears throat> and it the length of us. time you're in a yep. relationship, mm-hmm. you know, to keep a relationship fresh and hot and see, you do have to be creative and you need to keep adding things. You might try something for a while and then it mm-hmm. falls off and you mm-hmm. try it again a few years later. And yep. it feels it's a whole different experience because we're different every day. Well, I think, you know, th- this is um, this is an area that's near and dear to me. 
because you know I'm I am in that process of, of moving forward. We all are, and so a lot of my people coming to me are in my age group and want to know how to keep things spicy and what to do when your hormones aren't balanced. I do a lot of hormone therapy work, and I think that's a really important key. And then health, your general health. If you're if you're not in good health you're going to it's going to affect your sex life so you have to know how to adapt or get your health back on track and we all know that sex is good for your health i mean there's myriad of reasons emotional physical spiritual Mm -hmm. and it's great for your skin you posted an article Mm -hmm. recently about how it's like the best facelift that's right oh oh, it gets rid of your acne Right. <laughs> it's great for insomnia. Yes. I mm-hmm. think we could probably say it cures everything. It's <laughs> even a good laxative. <clears throat> True. Orgasm. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> well, some people didn't want to know that. But, <laughs> but if you're having a problem in that area. Okay. We're going to take a little break and we come back. We've got more more stories and tales from the, the girls' uh, coffee talk. Uh, real sex by real sexperts. We'll be back after the break. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Conscious Living Show, Conscious Living Sexuality. I'm Dr. Nancy, and I'm with Dr. Ava Cadell and Bunny Lampert with Sibian and Venus. And so, ladies, I want some juicy stories. I want to know, kind of, you know, you guys get the calls, too. And, I mean, I know the crazy stuff I get to hear, but I want to hear yours. Ava, what's the, what's the story that pops into your mind when I say crazy wild stories that you get. Well, I had a a woman who told me that whenever she smelled cinnamon, she would orgasm. And so 
she worked in an office and everybody knew this. So they would bring cinnamon <laughs> buns every day to watch her having an orgasm. And she said, A, she wanted to find out why that was happening and B, she wanted to know how to stop it. So actually I did hypnosis with her. I'm also a hypnotherapist. And we went back to her first sexual experience. Can you guess where it was? A bakery. Yes. How did you get a floor <laughs> of a bakery wow. with the baker? <laughs> I love that. Story. So um, that was a wonderful epiphany for her. She had never put two and two together. And then we, I helped her to overcome of having mm. orgasms when she could smell. Because you see, smell is our most primitive sense. It is. It's the strongest. Yeah. It's 10,000 times stronger than taste. And so I hypnotized her that when she smelled um, cinnamon, she didn't orgasm, but we had to replace that behavior, another behavior. That's what you do mm-hmm. in hypnosis. And so we decided to have her smile uh-huh. and laugh. It still had to be a release of energy, but I, uh, smiling and laughing was easier for her to do and less embarrassing than actually having an orgasm in front of all her colleagues at work. Isn't that sad that we get embarrassed by orgasms when it's like the thing that we enjoy the most in life? I mean, it, you know, to have an orgasm, and that's why when people tell me they've never had an orgasm, I cry. It's like, oh, I just can't even imagine going through this body and this life an orgasm so it's there are people who do have literally you know neurological problems and so forth who can't or who've experienced terrible trauma and need sexual healing which is what we're all working on right now I think right yeah but I agree with you it's the ultimate pleasure that the universe has offered us uh, orgasms and we can have lots of them yes we never run out of orgasms no (laughs) it's not like our our ovaries with a certain number of eggs Mm -hmm. we have unlimited orgasms waiting to waiting to happen right so bunny what's what is a story you have to share well it was a gentleman who called in to order some new attachments for his partner and he opened up the door for communication so i jumped right in (laughs) i asked him um, how long he'd had his Sabian, and they'd had their Sabian for, I think it was like 12 years at that time already. He told me that it took a while for his wife to bond with the Sabian, but it had become an unbelievable um, experience for them, and they were older. They were in their, you know, 60s now at that time, you know, when I talked to him, and it was just getting better and better, but the piece that just makes me smile is that on their 25th wedding anniversary, they took the Sibian to a cabin in the woods, and his wife had 25 orgasms that night for their 25th wedding anniversary. And he was, I could see him smiling, even though he was on the phone. He was thinking about their 50th. Yeah, he was thinking about the 50th. There you go. That's a good story. That is awesome. Well, I think that's I think that's a great I think if Mark's listening, um, guess what, babe? That's <laughs> going to be our anniversary. <laughs> Close. Yes. We, how long have you been married? We just had our twenty fifth. Oh. So, oh. Yeah. And what's the most long in one day? I lost count. <laughs> Honest to God. That's a good I, answer. I, I, had a, answer. I had a friend that gave me a little clicker, a little counter clicker um, mm-hmm. at hedonism one time because she was keeping a count, and I I, I got too distracted <laughs> to count to click. <laughs> So yeah, I, I I am very blessed with a, a healthy appetite. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about men. 
And, you know, the Me Too movement is definitely up and running and not going anywhere other than uh, getting better and better. And so are there interns that you're getting calls from for men now that might be a little different than they were five years ago? I'm having calls from parents. Parents, okay. So a mother told me this story recently where she was reading um, a Disney story to her son, and I think he likes and uh, it was Sleeping Beauty, and she told him that the prince kissed the beautiful woman on the lips, and then she woke up. And her son said, Mom, he should not have done that. He didn't get permission. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. So it's actually fantastic. Yes. We have to rewrite fairy tales. We it do. is about time. We do. Because a lot of people believe in fairy tales, and they are unrealistic. So the Me Too movement is that powerful. And, you know, mothers do have to raise their sons, especially to respect women, to respect little girls. And the more you teach them about the, the girl's body, the more they're going to respect it and her and vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's all, it all comes down to education. It does. So it does. this is really a big turn, a big evolution for us all over the world. Mm-hmm. I think we have more power by focusing our attention on the children now than we do the, the older men that have it so ingrained in their core of thinking that, um, you know, once, once a misogynist, I don't know if you can cure misogyny, really believe what they believe. And they don't want to be cured. Right. And they use it as an excuse. Well, in my day, right. when I told a woman that she has a hot body and I want to, you know, have sex with her, that that was a compliment. They, be- they believe mm-hmm. that. Right. You're right. Mm-hmm. That women want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to be used. And that's yeah. what they think. Well, they don't. <laughs> Just in case you're listening. <laughs> we don't. No. Nope. Only for role playing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If we give permission. If we give permission, right. 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 I think that's the difference. Is you know you can you uh, the the sky's the limit if it's consensual. But people are confused about the definition of consensual. Even sexting should be consensual. Right. Sending dick pics should be consensual. Yes. Yes. Don't, absolutely. Don't just assume that somebody wants to see a picture of your genitals. I think, you know, I, I liken it to, um, you know, the guys that used to stand in their uh, in their raincoats on the street corner and, you know, flash people their dicks. What would happen if they did that today? They would mm. be arrested. Mm-hmm. So why is it any different if they send it to your inbox when you didn't ask for it or you don't even know who the hell they are? No. <laughs> Didn't Saturday Night Live do a skit on that with a song? It was really funny. Justin Timberlake. Oh, it's hilarious. hilarious. Oh, but I think, you know, I think th- those are the, the men that have really been, they've had a huge disservice to the occasion that they've received. And I know I'm, when I'm reading my granddaughters, these fairy tale books with all these princesses, I'm changing up the stories. <laughs> I'm rewriting them as I read them because I can't stand the victimhood of the girls mm-hmm. and that they need the the guy to come rescue them. Mm-hmm. The knight in shining armor, right. the prince charming. They mm-hmm. were nothing without him. And so I think, uh, you know, we really do have to do a better job at talking to our kids from yeah. a very early age. And now, you know, you young people that you're like in your family circle and your community and you know, people that you're talking to, there's still a lot of naivety 
around sexuality and pleasure and and even just having the permission to talk about it. So what what would either of you suggest that we do in terms of helping people, helping parents be better equipped to guide their families? So we can think about that. Do you have a oh, have thing? Yes. I, I, education, finding tool, you know, help the parents be able to be honest with their children, you know, about sex and what it's about. Um, the fairy tale thing, you know, I think the stories when you're, you know, at some point in time, you believe in Santa Claus and then you don't. So I think that, you know, especially for young women, you know, the princesses and the prince, that sticks with them. I, I believe that's true. So it's, you, it's in our it's in our core. Yes. Yeah. So you you have to, you know, teach the reality of being able to stand up on your own two feet and be responsible for yourself. Right. And for young Ashley, well, it's it's both ways, men and women, the boys and the girls. But for the young girls, they have to learn to say no and to be, you know, up, you know, right away when they're young. Otherwise, if they can't say no to activity, no to, you know, boys or to pressure at a young age, it's going to carry forward. And men, for this young boys, it's the same way learning the respect of women, you know, at a young age, so that when they're in school and there's things come up, they are able to step up to the plate and show the other young boys what they've learned. Mm -hmm. And I think timing is important. Mm -hmm. And I think you want to use things going on in the media and the environment. Mm -hmm. So I always tell parents, when you're in the car with your child, that's the best time to talk about sex. Mm -hmm. Look at that Mm -hmm. billboard. See that billboard where that's that sexy picture of of, for jeans, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Or you hear something um, on the radio about uh, this sexual dysfunction. I mean, use the media to start a conversation about sex. Sexuality. There was a, there's a great website called um, Sex Positive Parenting, mm-hmm. and they are putting out some blog articles on how to talk to your kids about porn, how to talk to your kids right. about masturbation, how to talk to your kids about um, uh, sexual assault. All of these things that are very current in our in our conversations, they're really directing parents, and they have age appropriate conversations laid out for. So if people haven't gone to sexpositiveparenting.com, I highly suggest that they do because it's it really is a rich bed of information for people. Well, we're, we're getting down to another break here. Man, this show's going by too fast. All right, well, we're going to take a break and come back. We're going to share some more stories. And then I want to talk about what, um, how do we see the future? What, what are we all thinking is going to happen in the, in the next five years with sexuality? Sex robots. Sex robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about yeah. sex, <laughs> sex robots and virtu- virtual sexuality and, uh, and what, how, how that's changed the course of the intercourse <laughs> of sexuality. All right. This is the Conscious Living Sexuality Show. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. 
That's drnsp.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back for the final segment of The Conscious Living Sexuality Show. And we have a special caller calling in because he just can't stand it that us girls are talking here without him. Hey, good morning. Good morning, dear. How are you doing? I wish I was. I wish I was there. I I'd like to be a little bee on the wall, a bee because they have singers. But uh, <laughs> are you <laughs> and listen you to you girls after the show and see what you're going to be talking about. But uh, I promised I'd call in with a question, so I wanted to say, you know, men men do respond to their partner's energy. There's no doubt about it. That's what. You know, we we also need to be excited about what's going to happen next. So after consent, can you guys, you ladies, make some suggestions on how a man should warm up their partner? I think guys are very interested. They're listening. They want to know, you know, you earlier in the show, you were talking about women's toys that aren't phallic. Of course, we are all about phallic and, um, and it implied that that's not the best first step, in, you know, um, listening carefully. So guys are listening carefully. So make okay. some suggestions uh, on how to warm up your partner. And I'm going right. to hang up so I can listen carefully. Love you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Question. Take- Bye-bye. All right. Great question. Yeah. So I would say the first thing is a hug, especially if the woman's had a difficult day or she's been in mommy mode. A hug will release the oxytocin that makes her feel loved and appreciated. And then follow that with a nice, juicy kiss. When a man kisses a woman, he transfers testosterone to her because women have it too, just not as much. And then he starts to peel her clothes off and whisper in her ear what he's going to do as he makes passionate love. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's my advice. Guys. Okay, that's good three. I'm writing all right, 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 down. I think Mark's taking notes. So, Bunny, what would you suggest? After uh, consent. <laughs> after consent, I think a man should take their partner aside someplace, you know, fun like before you know and just surprise her and I think men forget that we just want to be looked at and we want to be touched and we want to be talked to in a very sexy manner and that can just that can just unwind a day you know if you pull your partner over to you know the kitchen corner and touch her and move her you know hair away from her face and tell her that you missed her you know, that day and you were thinking of her, those things just melt away the stress and melt away, 
you know, the day and, and, and gets her juices flowing and the touching and caressing and taking the shoulder off of, you know, uh, her shirt and touching her shoulder in places and things that you don't do, holding her hand and massaging her hand, that will change the dynamics of where you are now and, and start that process. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I think that so much um, is about uh, making women feel safe and desired and unrushed. Um, when women, you know, I, I always say, you know, make me beg for the penis. Turn every other part. My whole body is an erogenous zone. And I think the mistake that is made a lot is people go right for the juicy parts mm-hmm. and they forget about the rest of the person. Mm-hmm. You know, turn my mind on. Turn my, my, I mean, my whole body is sensory oriented. And so when you can start the senses mm-hmm. and then you can start to move and the body will warm up and she'll be bagging. Right. Our brain is the biggest sex organ. Mm-hmm. It yep. needs to be turned on first or yes. nothing else will right. fit. Um, my, I had a, a woman say that the, one of the sexiest things was what, when her husband did the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> naked. 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 Right. She, she was just happy he did them. Without, you know, she didn't have to ask. He just helps. I think when men participate, instead of thinking, thinking that they're helping out in the house, when they fully participate in making sure that everything is done and everybody, ha- then she can relax. She's got five stacks of laundry and the kids are it's, screaming. And It's distracting for a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, even if the bed room is messy she can't relax and have sex men can have sex anyway they don't right. get it as a mess but women if they can smell old food on the bed or, the, or there's laundry or this or that or there's pets in there you know it's very mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's pretty pretty wild um to think about how how much how much life distracts us from sexuality Mm -hmm. and I think you know one of the things that Mark and I enjoy doing is is sexting a little bit during the day even if it's a a hint of something playful it keeps your mind engaged that's true and and as far as distractions not only are there the external distractions but the internal distractions are even more impactful for a woman because she says self-destructive things sometimes like oh i feel fat or oh i you know i i forgot to buy milk today or whatever it is and so that's why it's really important for a man to get her to focus, you know, on pleasure mm-hmm. by, yes. as Bonnie said, different kinds of touches. I mean, there's healing touches, there's romantic mm-hmm. touches, it's sense. And as you said, Nancy, don't just dive right in for the clitoris and right. chew on it like uh, beef jerky. <laughs> Please don't. No, don't do that, guys. <laughs> Unless she asks you to. Right. And I, I think there are certainly times when a quickie is awesome. You know, when you do drive by, you know, sexing, that's, that's, that has to be what both people are desiring, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and it and, and that has to be talked about in some way. Like, hey, let's go grab a cookie. Okay, you both know you're on the same page. Right. You know, the kids are sleeping. Let's go. Uh, but I think for the most part, if she's distracted and if men feel like they're being rejected, that once you get that, you know, you know that this person wants you in their space. Like Marx, that's a great question. How do you then proceed? And I think. There's, you know, we all do like a little romance and we all do like feeling safe and desired. And so if what you're doing is getting her to, ah, periodically, Mm -hmm. you know, you're on the right path. Right. 
So, well, this has been, you know, closing up the show, um, one more sentence that you would tell our listeners about the future of sexuality. What, What can people look forward to? Well, I think sex robots are actually becoming a real thing. You know, in uh, Tokyo, for example, they're not even having physical sex anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not procreating. And they're choosing cyber sex or robotic sex, even cyber boyfriends and girlfriends, because they don't want to have emotional pain. Yes. They're not getting attached. So that's kind of scary. Yeah. But if you are a widower, for example, it's, uh, it's another way to have sexual satisfaction. It's not a bad thing. I mean, there's pros and cons, whether it's sex toys or sex robots. Um, You know, we're in a hookup world now. Mm -hmm. We really are. And I don't think it matters what or who you hook up with as long as it feels good. You know, I'd like to do, I'm going to do a show on hookup culture and how it's changing people's overall satisfaction with their lives. Is it adding or subtracting? Is it neutral? Uh, really start, you know, look at this to see what it's doing to us mentally and emotionally, um, you know, just to get a physical release. And and how important is that? And and so, Bunny, do you have anything for the last minute for the future? I'm a little afraid of all of the sex robots and things. Like Dr. Ava says, there is positive and negative. But I feel like we need to go back to touching and, you know, uh, it, intimacy on a different level talked about in the beginning of the show it's not all about you know just intercourse the i think the future to keep all of us connected and keep being connected with your partner is about you know touch and intimacy growing in a different way especially as we age definitely well, we are going to be uh, closing here. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank and you for having us, Nancy. We might just have to do it again. Yes. Um, next Tuesday, Mark and I are going to be back um, in the saddle, <laughs> and we're going to be talking about sexual appetites and the variety of appetites that are out there and what to do if you are in a relationship with a mismatched appetite. Mismatched yes. sex drive. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot so, of that going on. Then you have dessert on. and they have hors d'oeuvres. So until next time, love hard, laugh more, and kiss longer. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for joining us this week for the Conscious Living Show. Be sure to join Dr. Nancy, Dr. Mark, and their guests next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. 
Have a healthy, sexy week in every way. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.